welcome, audit enthusiasts and fellow Austinites, to another episode of Audit ATX. The podcast that dives deep into the audits and investigations our office does to make Austin better for all residents. From the office of the City Auditor, we're your hosts, Ryan and Max. Hello, welcome back to Audit ATX. We hope that everyone is having a great new year so far, and today we're interviewing investigator Tapi Elitu Adibo about our office's investigation into a forensic science employee's fraud and misuse of city resources. Tapi, it's great to have the chance to have you back with us on Auto ATX. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be back. All right, Tapi. So to start off, could you just give us an overview of this investigation into the fraud and misuse of a forensic science employee? Yes. So we received a concern from the city's central purchasing, central finance department, specifically the division that oversees the ProCard system and issuance to city employees. Now, the ProCard is the city's credit card, basically. And central purchasing, central finance do a monthly monitoring where they try to identify potential issues that people have used their cards for. So for example, gift cards is one of them. City employees are not allowed to use their pro card to purchase gift cards. So it's a very simple search that they can do in the pro card system to identify where there might be some policy violations. And in this case, the head of the pro card division identified that our subject, Efren Perez from the forensic science department, had purchased several gift cards, but his receipts weren't matching up with what it was showing in the pro card system. And so this issue was sent to us to investigate. And as we looked into it, we found that there were several gift cards that Efren Perez did purchase with his city pro card, which were obviously not allowed, but also that there were other personal purchases that he had made as we combed through all of the purchases and expenditures that he had done on his pro card. In total, we were able to identify over $3,000 worth of purchases that were for personal use. Gotcha. And just so we can learn a little more about our subject and the exact issues at hand, what was Perez's role in the department? And how did he go about making these purchases on the city of Austin's dime? Perez was the forensic services manager. And so he was just below the forensic services, forensic science director. And his role was basically to manage the daily activities of the forensic science department, making sure that, you know, everything was working as it should. But that role also included making purchases of office supplies and other supplies that each of the different divisions within the department would need to do their work. And he was assigned a pro card to do this, but his role also included not just buying things and making sure that they were delivered to the offices, but also he would review and sign off on other staff's pro card purchases and their requests for purchases. So staff would also go to him to ask for things and he would approve those. So his role was all encompassing when it came to pro card use of funds to purchase items for the department and so on. Thanks for that clarification, Toppy. So moving on, the report states that Perez's pro card was taken away after financial services noticed suspicious activity from Perez during their monthly audit. So is this monthly audit the only oversight mechanism in place for the pro card? That's a good question. It's not the only mechanism in place. There are various levels at which pro card purchases get 
reviewed. So for example, Perez's supervisor would have been tasked with reviewing all of his purchases and signing off on any paperwork that was submitted. And those paperwork would then be sent to finance. Because forensic science used to be within APD, they would normally send their financial paperwork for review to APD Finance. So in this case, APD Finance still had oversight over the forensic science financial reviews. And so they would also be the next level of review to go through all of the transactions and ensure that the paperwork matched the transaction and that everything that the individual said they purchased had all the proper backup. However, in the system, there are two places you can find the information about what was purchased. There is the information entered by the employee, and then there's the vendor information. Unfortunately, at the supervisor level and at the finance level, they weren't including this in their review. And so this is why it took it moving all the way up to central purchasing for them to catch these particular purchases because they include that in their monitoring when they're reviewing transactions by employees. So we've talked about the misuse finding in this case, but what can you tell us about the fraud finding? Right. The fraud violation came about because of the falsified receipts and invoices that Perez submitted as support for his purchases. We were able to obtain the original receipts from the retailer, and we saw a difference between what he said he purchased and what he actually purchased. So for example, when you look at the receipts that he submitted and the receipts we found, and a great example is in the report, he changed his home address to the office's address. He also changed his personal email to the work email. And then he changed item descriptions to show things like general sales discount instead of what really happened is that he claimed a military slash law enforcement officer discount, which he was not entitled to. Now, under city code, this is misrepresentation and intentional misreporting of financial transactions, because not only did he change and doctor the receipts that he submitted to support his purchases, he also made false entries in the ProCard financial system to suggest that he had purchased either other items for staff or that he didn't purchase gift cards. He purchased you know, books or supplies and, and so on and so forth. So that's why we were able to substantiate the fraud violation. Gotcha. So Perez claims that he did not purchase gift cards, but was buying books and other supplies at the request of staff members. So how did staff members respond to these claims? When we spoke to different staff members, they would be the ones who would have requested books and other office items and would have been the ones to receive those if they were actually purchased. And they had told us that they had not asked for these items. And for example, some of these books had been purchased either a year prior or years ago and were in their library. And so there was no need for an additional copy. One staff told us that, you know, for example, the firearms accessories that were purchased by Perez were items that would only be used by the sworn armed unit in 
APD. Now, Perez was not responsible for purchasing anything for APD or for the sworn armed unit. His sole responsibility was just to purchase items for the forensic science department. And so it did raise questions as to why these purchases were on his pro card. And now that these violations have been brought to the attention of the department, what steps have they taken or will they take to keep these issues from coming up again in the future? Well, that's a good question. APD Finance, at least, has started to change the way that they review transactions. You know, they're including the vendor information as part of the review to make sure that it matches up with what employees claim that they have bought. Because there is an option in the ProCard system that allows employees to enter what they said that they bought. You know, and obviously that doesn't really help if that employee is also falsifying documentation to support what they've entered. But by including vendor information, they can at least compare both and make sure that what is being bought is actually what the employee said is being bought. And then also central finance, the monitoring was working. Their mechanism did work by identifying these gift card purchases They do these reviews on a monthly basis, and so they were able to catch that. Now, from the department level, it is unclear what additional steps they are taking, but right now all purchases are going to the director for review before they are approved and sent to APD Finance. Great. Well, it's great to hear that the department is taking some steps to mitigate this and prevent future occurrences. Thank you so much, Toppy, for hopping on the pod and uh, telling us about this intriguing investigation. It's been great having you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And remember, the full report is online for you to read. Thanks for listening to this episode of Audit ATX. This report is available on our website at austintexas.gov auditor. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Austin Auditor. And subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Until next time, bye-bye.